Welcome to Choices, the podcast that allows you to simply be. I'm Vidya Bellor and my job is to help you think about things a little bit differently, to help you cope with those challenges in life that may be affecting your happiness or performance and hopefully provide you with some clarity in your decision making. Today, I'm talking to you about boundaries, not of the cricketing kind, but the kind that keep us in check, that we can utilise to maintain mental healthiness and is a really important form of self-care. Join me in today's episode to find out more. Today, it's all about boundaries. You may, may not have heard that term, but boundaries I'd best describe as this invisible space that really exists between you and another person. It really is where you kind of spatially end and another person starts. When you interact with another person, you're always meeting them. And there's this sensed boundary that exists, whether you recognise that or not. The word boundary, it conjures up a different sense for all of us. I like using that word sense, don't I? I use it all the time. I've noticed as I record these podcasts week in, week out, I'm always saying sense. So forgive me on that one. (laughs) But, you know, however you envisage it to be, this sense of boundary, it's as you find. For example, for you, it could be in the form of a wall perhaps a fence, maybe a ring. Whatever it is for you, it's fine. And I'd really like to use this really as an opportunity to invite you to explore what your boundaries might look like for you. And as I talk, I'm aware that you may, may not be getting what on earth I'm talking about, (laughs) but I hope it will become clearer. There tend to be three kinds of categories, if you like. If you have what you say are rigid boundaries, conceptually, in your mind, those boundaries might resemble walls and it might be generally that you keep people at a distance, you may seem a bit detached, you may have the odd few close relationships, but in the main, You try to avoid closeness. If you have very open boundaries, what I'd refer to sometimes with my clients as leaky boundaries, conceptually in your mind you may from the outset find it difficult to even connect with the concept of boundaries or they perhaps resemble these fluid kind of nets with gaping holes as opposed to boundaries of solidity like brick walls. And I want you to remember as I'm talking that there's no right or wrong way. It's just your way right now. And perhaps after listening, you might amend the way that you consider boundaries. It's all good. So, you know, if your boundaries are quite open, it may be that you have a tendency to get really involved easily with other people's issues or problems when they aren't really yours to take on. It's not your problem, but you kind of act or behave like it is. You may find it difficult to say no to people. 
you may look to please others a lot. You have that people pleaser tendency. Perhaps you overshare lots of details of your life with people that have very little regard for you. But each of these, whether you have rigid boundaries, which you feel are very protective and really look after you, or you have those very loose and open boundaries where you seek to get some sort of validation, they all serve to kind of enhance our human experience. But how we use them can really shape the way our lives are. So these are the kind of two polar opposites, if you like. And then there's the middle road of these two extremes, these polar opposites, what you might consider to be the healthier option. It's when you know what behaviour you will allow, accept and tolerate from others and what you won't. Similarly, you have a depth of clarity in both your expression that, uh, and communication that allows others to know what to expect from you. So this enables you really to engage with others in a really healthy way. You understand and are able to communicate your needs and wants. And that's not in a self-indulgent way, but in the way that really nourishes you. It, It enables you to flourish as a person and to thrive. You are respectful of your self-worth and your value, the opinions you hold, with an understanding that though they may be challenged by others sometimes, you are largely faithful to those fundamentals of your being. You have the ability to change your mind on matters, but from a place of wisdom and not this senseless pleasing in a bid to be accepted or validated by others. You can yourself convey no without worry for the offence that it might cause. And equally, you can accept no too. You are balanced in your means to share information with others. And you retain an authenticity and are robustly vulnerable. Things that I've talked about and shared about in my previous episodes in series two and three. You can form relationships without fear of attachment or detachment. And you might be listening to this and thinking, crikey, I've got <laughs> I've got loads of internal work to do. Well, you may be listening to this feeling a sense of good about your boundaries. Wherever you are, it's always this moving kind of continuous adjustment that's required. We meet new experiences, new people, new situations all the time that test the boundaries. And it's never too late or too early to understand them for ourselves. It's funny, as I have walked you through all of this, I was thinking about how over the years I've changed. There was a time I was so leaky and open with my boundaries that I'd be railroaded by anyone or anything. So was my need to please and be perceived and 
validated to do the right things, not necessarily for myself or in the interests of myself, but for others. I was constantly everyone's reliant friend who would sit and listen to their problems and try and work through them with them. All of that, you know, what cost to myself, I often wonder. The old adage that, you know, I can't change the past, I can only change my now. So that's really what my work in progress has been over these last years, just working on those boundaries of mine. And just when I think I'm about there in the main, with those daily adjustments that are required for all of us on that ongoing basis, I realise that in my head, conceptually right now as I think of boundary I think of a line in front of me and you know it's no wonder that the conceptual picture has changed really given my own personal challenges of late but now if I was to talk to you with my own professional hat on analyzing myself I'd say well This could explain some of my recent feelings of some tired, some exhaustion and finding it hard to be in the company of others for extended periods and focus on what they're saying and talking about. And it would also explain why I'm finding it hard sometimes to communicate. My boundaries, if I was to look at myself, (laughs) are looking a little too open A line, after all, is just merely in front of me. It will have one end and another. But what's going on around the rest of me? Not just in front of me, but behind my back, to the left and to the right of me, above and below. I'm not spatially 2D and flat. A line won't be sufficient to look after me in a healthy way. And that too, it has no height. People can literally cross the line and I can't do anything about it. So that there is a quick minute, two minute showdown on where I seem to be right in this moment. But like anything, Awareness is our greatest gift, just shining a spotlight on what may or may not require our attention. And this, I would say, requires my attention. I know what I need to do to change the nine. So I'm going to get planting, perhaps a nice evergreen kind of privet hedge. The hedge will be circular all around me, not too short not too tall, not stifling, not claustrophobic. It will allow the air in and out. The sunshine and the rain can be welcomed and I'll probably have kind of an open top roof above me that just unfolds and allows me to decide what weather I accept into my microsystem. My feet, they will be firm on the ground. My boundary can exist not just in front of me, but all around me. 
So that would be building the boundaries through the metaphor, which helps the mind with the map of what it's like. But in order to translate that mental map, that mental schema into a reality, it's really useful to know the different types of boundaries um, so that you can really relate to them. There are physical, sexual, intellectual, emotional and financial boundaries. And it's important to say that context, environment and time also play a really important part in defining boundaries for us all. For example, you know, like workplace norms and expected codes of behaviour versus a different approach, a more maybe relaxed approach in the home, for example. There is a moving threshold that kind of exists. So a quick rundown of how we might set boundaries before we maybe take our mindful moment for this week. One, I would say clearly state your boundaries when you're engaging with others. So a simple example would be something like, I'm tired of you just borrowing my things. That really just communicates the frustration, but it does nothing for setting the tone of what you really do expect. So instead of saying, I'm tired of you just borrowing my things, try instead something like, I need you to ask my permission before borrowing my things. Number two, communicate your needs. Without the focus on the other person and their needs or how they may behave in that moment. So an example would be, stop asking me the same question when I haven't had a chance to reply yet. It's very different to I need some time to respond to your question and I'll get back to you with an answer when I feel able to. With the first example just then, the onus is on that other person, whereas in the second example I gave, the onus is on you, how you want to handle the situation. Number three, be able to say no without over-explaining. So here's a really simple example without me (laughs) over explaining. I really can't see you today because I have to go to work and then have to pick up the children from school and then I have to take them to swimming and then fetch the dog from the vets and then run them a bath and get them to bed and I just don't have the time. It will be so late by that time. Far more appropriate maybe. I really can't see you today as I've got lots on. And you may not want to cause offence, so you can always be forthright and suggest an alternative course of action that really fits with you better. Number four, don't be afraid of following through. For example, if you have a friend, and I use friend in air quotes, (laughs) you know, who constantly railroads you, doesn't allow you to be doesn't respect your space, who perhaps overindulges in your life because it makes them feel better, but you're aware that it makes you feel worse, 
don't be afraid to distance yourself from that kind of toxicity that you're experiencing. Protect your energies and be respectful to your space and your self-worth. You are not designed to brighten up other people's lives by allowing others to dumb you down. And I think that really leads us rather nicely into our mindful moment for this week where we might take some time to really recognise some of those boundaries that need our space, they need our awareness. Just close your eyes and take three slow, gentle breaths. And just come into yourself And just take the time to listen. Take the time to feel into the words being shared. It's not your responsibility to make sure others are responsible. It's not your responsibility to rescue others from their drama. It's okay for you to say no. It is your job to figure out what makes you happy, what brings you joy. You have a right to your feelings. You have a right to feel your feelings. No matter what opinions others have. Others don't have to agree with you. You welcome kind words and gestures. You leave negativity outside of your space. And just feel into this space that you've created. That's yours. And whenever you're ready, you can open your eyes. We talk of self-care Healthy boundaries are so much about looking after yourself as it is about looking after others. Take care of you. I'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Choices Podcast. Please don't forget to like, share and follow. And feel free to email me at choices at vividoutcomes.co.uk. I'll catch you next week.